guten Tag und willkommen Sie for the Love of Beer podcast. My name is Phil Savory and I'm joined as always by my good friend, I was going to say Fraulein then, that's not the right <laughs> word in German at all, uh, Mark Hardy Johnson. Hi Mark. Ich bin Mark, guten Abend. Uh, wie geht's? Uh, sehr gut. Wie geht's? How are you? Yeah. Sehr, sehr gut, very good. Yeah. Sehr gut. Sehr gut, danke und Ihnen. Uh, Max, throwing out the German GCSE right yeah. at the start of the episode that's about our limit Yes. Um, right so uh, we're talking in German um, because well we've done Germany in a previous episode our German beer on our bucket list was uh, Weinstefana um, we thought we'd do uh, a little bit of an Oktoberfest special um, potentially a series of pods um, just because we're only, we're only limited to, to what we can drink um, today we are coming from a rainy Mantwich in Mark's Garden Pub, socially distanced, just about. Of course. Yeah. Um, we could do it with a screen, really, couldn't we? You know, if we were doing a perfect screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. With a little hole, sort of beer-shaped hole underneath. What, to pass through? Yeah, to pass through so I can open them. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Perhaps that could be a new um, invention for the new pub. Yes, more admin. Yes, more admin. Yes, stuff after your um, your pending house move. Um, So yeah, so we thought we'd just um, we we intended to go to Oktoberfest this year because it was a big thing we wanted to do last year and and it didn't happen. I think mainly because of my wife. Um, (laughs) This this year, obviously, um, coronavirus happened and destroyed everyone's plans and everyone's way of life has been greatly affected, including our own. So um, we, th- I thought I would bring a bit of Oktoberfest to your garden pub. I've made us some um, some bratwursts. Fantastic it was too, with salty bread. Salty, salted, salt and, sea salt and black pepper tiger bread with some caramelised onions in there as well. Um, Morrison's have done us proud, as have you with the cooking. Which, well, you're Fantastic. welcome. Fantastic, thank you very much. You're welcome. Enjoy that. Um, pictures to follow online my, my cooking podcast is yet to launch Chive Talking that's, that's an idea that's been just staying for a while has <laughs> um, yet to come to fruition I'm waiting for us uh, for this to develop so we can sort of create a podcast empire and then I can go off into my my side project that sounds very good I'm not very good at cooking though so I won't be featuring on it except I could be like on Saturday Kitchen yeah you know like when they have the guy that does all the wine and talks pompously about wine I Ollie bring, something. That's him. I yeah. could bring all the beer in. Yeah. I could do that side of it for you. Oh. Let's just bin this off now and just yeah, move straight to the food pod. For the love of food. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's a pipe dream for another day. Yeah. Uh, right, so we've got two beers um, that I've that I have uh, curated and selected for today's episode. Um, I have got more stashed away, more German beer stashed away, but I just wanted to pick these two because I've never had them before and they seem really curious. First beer... Is uh, Rothouse Pills, which I or Rothaus Pills, um, Tannenzapfel, which I got from Beers of Europe. Uh, 313ml bottle, 5.1%. This is a Pilsner. Is that a woman or a man on the front? It's a woman. It's a. It's a. It's a. The the label we've got. It's a beautiful bottle because it's really, 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 really German. Um, in that you have the sort of the um, winter sort of fir fir trees, you've got the woman there with the um, the authentic attire holding two pints. Um, German writing for the rot house. Yeah, obviously. The fonts are spot on. Yeah, it's very German, isn't it? It's, I was thinking she looks like the man of Feldschlossen, actually. 
in disguise, yeah. 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 It's sort of one-dimensional sort of drawing that I'd probably do. Yeah, and the thing with this as well is that normally this sort of authentic German sort of female... Lederhosen is the wrong word, that sort of attire. Um, it's normally a bit bustier. She's not showing any cleavage, which is a, it's quite disappointing. a mild disappointment. Yeah, yeah mild disappointment. And I just opened the first bottle. Um, and it's got a, a foil lid and neck, you know, as you well know that we don't like. But underneath it, I've got a rot house. Um, nice extra flourish that wasn't really required. It, it wasn't required or expected. You don't usually get both, do you? It's delighted, one or the other. nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, shit, this one's fizzy. Yeah, this is um, very much like, uh, speaking of the ambassador, this is very much like um, Frere Rocher type foil around the yeah, neck. You're right. Have you noticed? Have you noticed? Right, so I'm just going to take the foil. Oh, the foil comes off. Yeah, it's usually it's glued to it. No, isn't no, it? no, no. It comes off. That is all. interesting. Mm, there we go. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. This is um, oh, that's a nice beer. Again, this is this is going to be a nice. I'm expecting something nice and simple. It's all made to the same German purity laws that all of uh, the German beers are. It's a very nice flavour to it. That's the kind of lager that I like. It's a working man's lager. You can drink ten of them overnight. That's beautiful. It is beautiful, isn't it? It's got yeah. a nice sour flavour to it. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, like I say, that that is just. If that's a perfect type of beer, I know it's technically not an Oktoberfest beer because what makes an Oktoberfest beer? Well, I'm not sure, I'm sure you'll tell me, but I know that there's obviously it's a Bavarian based thing, so you've got the Bavaria based, like Munich based breweries like Paulana, I think Erdinger, be another one, Lovenbrau, well, that might be a Berlin um, one. There they are. all do their own Oktoberfest specials, don't they? They do, yeah. To be classed as an Oktoberfest beer, it has to be from one of the six breweries in Munich, um, which I'm Googling right now, but I can't actually find. Um, but I'm pretty sure that Augustiner is one of them. Yes. On our next beer. Paulana is definitely one as well. Augustiner is one. Yeah. Um, I thought Brown might have been, but I think that's from Berlin. But I could be wrong. And while you research that, I'll just have to faff about a bit and fill for some time. Right, Augustine, Hacker oh, for Schro, Lovenbrau, Spattenbrau, Paulana, and Hofbrau. Hofbrau. And Schneiderweiser. Right. So there we go. So, uh, so yeah, well, so this beer technically is not an Oktoberfest beer or from an Oktoberfest approved brewery, but mm. we may get something later in the episode that will be. And that is because. Oktoberfest beer is a protected brand, just like your Cornish pasty and your Bakewell tart, etc., etc. Protected brands, so that's why. It has to be from one of those breweries. Only the traditional Munich breweries can call their beers officially Oktoberfest beer. Uh, what do you know about Oktoberfest? Much? Little? The, the one thing, because I've, I've, I've been to Germany a few times, and there was one time when I actually went in October, uh, late October, <laughs> And, uh, and, I, and I turned up and missed it. Um, and it was then that I realised that um, they only hold it over, it's just over a couple of weeks, isn't it? Mm. And it actually starts in September. And normally it finishes in early October. So yeah. um, it, it's it's September. barely in October. Yeah. yeah. But they base it on it, the, the dates shift each year, don't they? It has to be a certain Sunday of a certain, the moon has to be in a particular place or whatever. And it's, um, it's a bit odd. It's a bit like when the clocks go back. But yeah, it's a bit it adjusts weird. every year, and yeah. sometimes if it falls on a certain day, you get an extra day or two of it. Sometimes it's seventeen days, sometimes it's eighteen. It's a bit like when Easter moves. I've never yeah, yeah. That. yeah, exactly. That yeah, 
Yeah. Right, so... How can Jesus have a birthday and no one took a note of the date that he died? Because he didn't exist. <laughs> but that's not for this problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, if he's, you know, he's, his so-called memoirs, the Bible... If that's so extensive, well, that's not is. his memoirs. That's someone. That's someone telling Just writing shit. That's but someone a, telling the story. But it's about his life, isn't it? So well, presumably, it's more than that. I don't. I've never read it, so I don't really know. Apart from what Doc Cotton tells me about on EastEnders, you know, that's, <laughs> that's about the extent of my knowledge. And unfortunately, she's left now. So that's it. That's me and the Bible bum. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I always found that strange that they don't have a. Easter is is a Sunday and it's not a defined. It's bizarre. Defined day that moves. That's like you know, like with the twenty fifth of December or whatever. I'm sure. Again, not. I'm not. Uh, you think they'd have? I'm a even Christian. If they didn't know it. You think they'd have come up with something? Yeah. As a, a particular. I mean, there is a date, but it moves. It's just bizarre. I'm a I Christian in the sense that I was christened. So it's yeah. a bit like having. Um, a bit like having an AA breakdown cover. <laughs> It's there in case you need I don't it. practice anything, but you know, it's kind of there um, if needed. Yeah, well, I was too, and I have looked into getting on Christen, but apparently you can't do that. Um, so, hey ho. What's the point though? What's the point of getting christened? What's the point of getting unchristened? I just don't agree with it. But if you're if you're non-religious, I mean, I I don't class myself as religious. My, my parents just did it because. Just because of things, just something you did, wasn't it? Yeah. It's one of those like things, like you stick you stick stick them in the club just in case. Yeah. Um, and we did say we did the same with Arlington as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I don't really understand why why we do it. And again, I don't I'm not, I don't practice any faith. I, I respect other people and whatever floats your boat. Yeah. As long as you don't impose it on others. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same sort of theory on it. But if we were ever to have kids, I could see there being a bit of a problem there because my wife's parents. I'm really into religion. Yeah. Whereas I'm quite the opposite. So, I mean, the older I've sort of got, the more opposed to it I've become. Um, a bit like the Tories, really. The, so more, the, more, the more you learn about it, the less you like them. Yeah, exactly that. That exact same. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem... I think the problem... I think fundamentally, all religions have certain good things and you could take things from a religion and you could make yourself a better person based on certain values the problem you have is is that religion is an industry so especially the christian faith in in particularly in like the u.s where you have like the your tv evangelists and stuff that that basically are giving people false hope or taking money from people and giving them nothing not really giving them anything in return they think they're getting enlightenment or they're getting um, you know the power of the more enriched by it channeled through this person to them to, to bless them and whatever and actually it, it, it doesn't really mean it's just a lot of bollocks like um, you say it's just an industry that's, you know, that's what it's become I would, I, would, I would put myself more agnostic than atheist because while I don't believe in the way that those faiths, faiths are set up and, 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 you know, and the story of this happened and this happened and blah 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 that's like I can't I can't take any of that as fact. Um, however, what I can't dispute is the idea that there are things beyond our understanding or greater powers beyond our beyond our comprehension, and something like that could exist in some form. 
but if it did, I can't imagine it would be absolutely anything like what we've come to accept as kind of norms, like God has a big bushy beard and whatever else, and, and, he, and he invented the week before he created anything. The Morgan Freeman type God. Yeah. And the idea that you basically, you know, like Craig David, had a productive six days and then chilled on Sunday. Yeah. It's just... I just... Just don't agree with it. But the, the problem is that. I mean, no offense to any listeners that are into God. That's it. I know lots of really nice people that are Muslims, that are Christians. But the the I I find the the issue what I take issue with is when you have religions that fight each other. That everyone's basically yeah. arguing exactly. over arguing over whose God is the true God and who's right, and whose religion has more value than the other. And they're not supposed to all have the same sort of ethics and theories behind some it. Of them are, is that not what some it's of them are pretty similar anyway. Mm. Um, and that's what I mean. It's like you, you, someone who believes in. I think Ricky Gervais made makes a talks a good game on on atheism because the whole thing of how you know people say that well, how is it plausible to not believe in God or whatever? And it's like well, if you look at the amount of lips there are, there's there's any amount of number of gods potentially that exist according to some people and how can that be the case so that's just as ludicrous as as any argument you can make against it so see that's the thing with me i can't really make an argument against it because i don't have enough interest in it to even look either way to make an informed judgment it doesn't bother me i don't need i've never had any particular beef with anyone about any of it you know not personally yeah it's just I don't think you need, you don't need, me and you, we don't, um, you know, I don't hate any religion or anything, but I don't need religion. Religion adds no value to me in terms of who I am as a person, what my values are. Some of those might coincide with a religion, but they're just my own core values and what I live by in terms of wanting to be a good person and be nice to people and respectful and blah, 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 Mm. for the most part. I mean, I'm not perfect. And I'd rather be judged if there is a pearly gates. I'd like to think that if there were such a thing as heaven and whatever else, that you would be judged on your character and you'd be judged on your values more than than, than what sort of whether you had a, a Tesco club card or a Nectar card. Yeah. You know. Well, I've got one of each. Do you subscribe to them? I used to have a club card um, back when it's one of those things geographically what supermarket's closest to you so we had yeah. we were close to Tesco for a while so we were well in on club card and still have a club card but now we're close to Morrison's so we do Morrison's and Sainsbury's ah yes because Tesco's now gone from Millwich hasn't it it's Jack's now it's yeah which is still technically Tesco like they've rebadged it you know do they sell like real stuff or is it just full of like Aldi versions of stuff it's like Aldi versions of Tesco things yeah but not as good as Aldi wow that must be bad well there's some decent stuff in Aldi Speaking of Aldi, Aldi are German. Good segue. But um, they were split into two different companies. Did you know about this? Oh, is this the... Is this the? Um, have we talked about this before on the pod? We might have talked about it in the German episode. So if we already... It's the two brothers that basically want, they want to do different things with the company and then... Yeah, they did. They split. I think it was something to do with East and West Germany. Um, but I couldn't tell you exactly what. But if you go... Even now, if you go um, on the continent... There are different brands of Aldi. There's a blue one and a, an orange one, like the one that we have. So there you go, two different Aldis, selling the same shit. But so one has the Isle of Shite and the other one doesn't. 
That's the difference. Maybe, isn't it? yeah. Isn't that the difference? I think that's one that's really. I think so. Yeah. I wonder if they sell lederhosen. You know, like during in the Isle of Shite. Yeah, in the Isle oh, of Shite. Yeah, yeah, when over in Definitely. Germany. You know, during sort, of, um, sort of September and October. Yeah. There must be a big call for. But when I was when I've been to Germany and I've been sort of in town centres and stuff, I've been a few times with my sister and I used to live over there. Um, they had they still have CNA. Do you remember CNA? Oh yes, I think they do still exist. On they the exist in Europe. They? Yeah, they're in like Holland and Germany and wherever else. Um, and they were selling lederhosen in there, and it's so expensive. Really, it was like two hundred. 200 wow. euros for a proper full... Like real leather, though? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 you can tell it's quality. I mean, it's not like, you know, Primark. Not like the... I mean, it'd be... It's not fast fashion, thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, provided you provided you don't really put on loads of weight or lose loads of weight or whatever, I think a set of Lados would last you for a very long time. It's a sound investment if you're a German. I mean, that's a, a fancy dress outfit that I've not done thus far, actually. I would... I would uh, if I lived over there, which... Um, which, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, I'd be tempted because I, I quite like over there. Um, and this place is turning into a shithole. Mm. Um, they're not for the reasons that people think. Um, the, uh, um, I, I would embrace that. I would embrace I would embrace that and I would be proper full tilt on Lederhosen and I would really go for it, I think. Do you reckon they wear them, you know, just like during your average summer day? Just wear your lederhosen, you know. Well, I went when I went in summer, and I went to a um, like a, a German restaurant, like a pub restaurant type thing, and all of the staff were all kitted out in it, really? like a uniform type thing, and it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I just proper. Think, yeah, I love that. You'd go there and expect to see. Yeah, but I love not that. Really expecting it, kind of thing. Because thing to me is that I don't so cliche. buy this bulk, this absolute bollocks that goes around. That immigration dilutes your cultural identity or can dilute your cultural identity because Germany has way more, have way more immigrants than we have. Way more. They take way more because of obviously being uh, land, well, not landlocked so much, but having where they have their borders and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and, and generally they're a little <coughs> further left than, than we are as a country, um, a little more tolerant than we are. Um, and, you know, you go there and it's like, they they really they really do a much better job than we do of celebrating their cultural identity and, and what they are and stuff and the traditions and you know you there's nothing is lost nothing is lost whatsoever you people just assimilate into it that more you know like since the war I just don't think I think there's a myth we don't have as much culture here as we think we do it's a myth we we are much better at assimilating other cultures and taking them on than we are of having our own. Yeah, I think there's quite a lot of tradition here. We've given the world many brilliant things. We've invented many brilliant things, and we've been the pioneers of so much in the world. However, we kind of we're we're a bit sort of chameleon-like, and that we do we adopt things that we like, and we take them on as our own. Mm-hmm. We naturally do that now as a country more than we project our stuff out into the world. We more take in from others and kind of go, "Oh, we like that." Indians bring over curry. Fantastic. We'll make that a national cuisine. You know what I mean? It's stuff like we actually and say that it belongs to Birmingham. Yeah, but we but we do. We we actually we we actually have a better track record in the last 50 odd 70 odd years of actually embracing new cultures and and, and and making more of that part of our own than we do of imprinting our own and that's that's just something that we've just kind of done. And I don't understand why people have this massive problem of saying that British values are dying. What are they? And how are they much different to, say, other places? 
Who fucking cares? Who just fucking your, cares? It's just your average gammon that knocks around Britain, isn't it? It's just... You can still wear a bowl of hat and drink tea if you want. Yeah. You can play but Crown Cream... It, but nobody does. Like, can... everyone whinges about it, but no one Yeah, does. you can play Crown, <coughs> Crown Green Bowls if you want. You can play snooker. You can do it. Well, no you one's know, taking anything always, away from you. People that always piss me off are the ones that share things on Facebook. You know, like um, pictures of Ronnie and Reggie Cray wearing a suit and tie. That this is how Britain used to be. Oh fuck! Yeah. Well, I can't things go back to the old days. You know, people was people was you know it was it was proper. You know, it's just fuck off. There's no other words for people that share stuff like that. I mean, just get a grip of your life. And then they're also the sort, coincidentally, that'll be moving to Benidorm to retire. Yeah. And then claiming taxes, this, that, and the other off the Spanish. It's this stupid, fake culture war thing that doesn't actually exist. Where we're where we're all basically arguing with arguing with each other over mm. just you know stupid what? shit that just doesn't matter. It's none of them. It's important. I was thinking only this morning actually. I went to the gym. I know you'll be surprised by that, but I did. Because the last time you went to the gym, your car got crushed by a tree. Yes, it did, and that was not a good day <laughs> in my life. I've got the car back now, only when I was driving to work last week, there was a diversion. I had to go, this was about four o'clock in the morning, possibly even earlier. Um, and I had to go through Nuxford, do all these back roads, this, that, and the other. I've driven the way coming back from work the week before, but I've not driven the way too, and it's a different diversion. Mm. Anyway, so I'm going around this corner, goes through this set of traffic lights just outside Nutsford and I'm looking in my mirrors thinking I don't know where I am because the signs are telling me to go a different way than what I was expecting yeah so it goes through these lights and I hear this massive thud I've mounted a curb I must have been doing about 35 oh. mounted it that hard there's a there's like a little box in the roof of my car that holds your sunglasses yeah it knocked that off <laughs> it absolutely whacked it um Touch wood, there's not what no well, there's not any damage to my car, except the car's pulling slightly to the right now, so oh, no. <laughs> so it's due an MOT in two weeks, so um, hopefully I'll get that fixed, get the tracking sorted and it'll be alright, but I absolutely fucking hell. It was the day after I picked it up from being fixed from having this tree falling on it. Um and there I had I whacked it. That's all you need in it. So, so anyway, so I was at the gym this morning and my car did not get crushed, fortunately. And I looked down and it wasn't until I was there that I realised I'd got socks on covered in Union Jacks. And I felt embarrassed, like... The thing it, is, we shouldn't though, should we? We should... Do you I know mean, what? I, it made me think back to 2012 and the Olympics. And I remember being... It, that was the, the proudest I've been to be British. But... Now, it couldn't be further from the truth. I remember all the Union flags everywhere um, and the Queen's Jubilee and all that sort of stuff. There was... Everything was British, wasn't it? You yeah. know, like everyone was eating Victoria's sponge and wearing bowler hats. That's just what everyone did. Yeah. And it was great. Everyone was together and really proud to be British and that. And I think, like, the... When you do ceremonies and that sort of stuff, that is archetyp archetypically British, isn't it? Yeah, the pomp and circumstance. Yeah, yeah that's uh, what... Generally, what we, what until recently, did quite well. Yes. Whereas now, I'm, just, I'm ashamed to be British now. I am, genuinely. I hate it. This is the first time this last probably six months where if the opportunity was presented now, I'd probably consider moving abroad. I really would. And I've never wanted to do that before. There's too many bellends that are giving us a bad name at the moment. Yeah. And it's going to take a while to flush them out. If we ever manage it, 
Do you know, like, we used to look at America when they nominated Donald Trump, you know, like, to the White House. You look at them, you think, you fucking idiots. It's only America that could do that. And then, like, we're following them every step of the fucking way. I think we're, I think in a way we're worse. Because over there, it's bad over there. I mean, it is bad. Coronavirus is worse over there. And, but but the thing is the way the way it works over there is like you can kind of after four years it's kind of like a new broom you can just kind of sweep him away and he's just confined to the dustbin of history well and you can generally generally you can kind of unpick a lot of the mess and kind of build it back again but we're a bit different here because if we just had if we just had Boris Johnson if we just had if we just had that pro- if we just had him as a problem then, you know, yeah, it's quite a while before you could potentially get rid of him. And getting rid of him is difficult in this country because of the way our press works. And the way, that, and the, way the system, the way the electoral system here works, and then it makes it difficult for smaller parties and even smaller right-wing parties, you know, like UKIPs and whatever else. They have a harder time breaking through yeah, here because, of the, because yeah. of the way the system is. Um, you know, he's a problem in, in himself. But the, the the Brexit thing that we're now starting to, you know, now now we're what four years in, and we're actually now in the process of actually properly leaving, and these things are now actually happening. Now it, now the things that kind of the scaremongering, whatever, all of that stuff now is gradually bit by bit coming true. The lorry park in Kent, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, but that's the, all been snuck under the yeah, but but the it's wayside because of coronavirus. That's yeah. all been but, kept but it's on the all point, happening. But it's all going on under the surface, and these are gen- these are like absolutely generational periods of time harm. That when you put the coronavirus on top of it, which is you know, you you could you could make arguments for whatever way the the government deals with it. That's for another thing, but. That's going to take that would if it if it goes as badly as as kind of everything makes out to be, it's going to take generations to undo that and mm. to rebuild from where we were, which was what fifth largest economy in the world. Yeah, it's just a mess. Everything's just a mess. We're going to become pretty much by next year on the global stage. We're going to feel pretty irrelevant, which for the average working stiff like us may not affect our daily lives that much but it will in lots of other ways it will in terms of if the economy's sort of collapsing on itself yeah. like it is at the moment well these things are going to are going to really hurt and it's and it's a shame because you know I still I still believe in this country I still I still feel some semblance of pride in certain situations but most for the most part I don't think it really matters where you come from. I think most, most of most of this is just a homogenous human mess that we all that we all occupy the same big space. And if we just work together a bit more, it would be a better place. But it's just, it just doesn't happen, does the, it? The problem with like Johnson and the orange dickhead, and I was watching. It was I don't know when this is going to go out, but the last night, oh yeah, yeah, it was the the first debate, wasn't it? Was, yeah. yeah presidential election and that was grim wasn't it it was yeah <laughs> but that just sums everything up and that's the sort of thing you're getting over here now as well um but i was watching that just before you came around i thought you know what he's gonna get in and you can see it coming now oh yeah he's you, gonna get in he 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 will he will well no he'll lose the popular vote so my prediction is now this will come out 
I'll make sure it comes out before the election. So my prediction now. Biden wins the popular vote. Yeah. By four million, maybe more. However, on election night, um, not all the postal ballots get counted and there'll be a lot of people that, that will be posting votes, which he's already declaring is a hoax. He's already saying that it's real. Yeah. So election night, he's going to have more of his lunatics at the polls, physically there, casting votes. So on the night, it's going to look like he's... Um, it's going to look like he's doing better than he actually is. So what he's going to do is he's going to take that and he's going to declare himself early on. He's going to say, great job, I won. Um, you know, these phony, it's going to take a few days for these phony postal ballots to come in, but you know what, I'm just going to, we're just going to disregard those because he's, because there is a way in certain states that he can actually get um, electors rather than the people to declare a winner in certain states. Really? So if it's close or if there's issues, he's got people on his side that will basically say Pennsylvania that will just say, give it to Trump. And then, so it will be a legal battle. If Biden, if if Biden is, no matter how well I think Biden does, the only way he gets in is if he can win it in court, and that's an extra problem because now the Supreme Court is more in Republican favor, which will be on Trump's side, and the one like Democrat one that was hanging on, carked it like two weeks ago. She's dead. So now Trump's rushing to get another one in as soon as he can, a Supreme Court justice, which then basically then means that he's he's untouchable. So I don't think the actual election result will even matter that much. I think he's already kind of made, manipulated the structure the way he can... It's going to happen, where just he like can, it he did can, here. He can yeah. declare himself and... and uh, and yeah, I hope that's not the case. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope for, for our American listeners, unless you're a Trump supporter, in which case, fuck you, don't listen to us. Yeah. Um, Please don't follow. Uh, that that, um, that I, I hope for, for America's sake that, um, that, that, that the right result comes through and that Biden, Biden gets it. Because he's not, I, he doesn't seem like he's particularly that good. But, um, but, he's, but he's better than the other guy. And, uh, and I think we need... We need that result. The world needs that result because mm. America's supposed to be the leaders of the free world. So we have to kind of the world has to is supposed to look to America for kind of as, as an example. Um, which again, I think so much a, so that that was the leading news story on today's news rather than coronavirus. Well, that's it. So that tells you all you need. It's, to it's know, big. Man. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. You, know, you don't see um, Angela Merkel, for example, talking about Germany's economics, do you? So no. thanks for bringing us back to Germany because I yeah. think we spent about 20 minutes talking about other shit and we've been drinking a really nice beer that we've not talked about. Yeah, well, actually, I've finished, man. I'm already on to our second beer, which is Augustiner Brau Munchen Pils. Um, but Rothaus, I really like that beer. Okay, so just hypothetically, let's just go um, do our do our normal sort of structure, if you like. Um, not that it's canon with our, with our bucket list beers. Uh, barbecue. Um, yeah, I'd probably have that at the barbecue. Absolutely. Yeah. Barbecue definitely. Was it expensive this one? Uh, no, you know what? It wasn't. It was about two pound fifty odd a bottle, so it wasn't horrendous. It's just the postage that fucks you up. It's the really. yeah. You have to commit to buying a lot of beers. Yeah. For the beers you. If you make it, yeah. I mean, if you're making it worth your while with loads of beers, then yeah. Fair enough. I, I or if you live in Kings Lynn, fucking get around there, and yes. they're opening a well, like a bar, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think they're having a bit of an extension done to their um, their warehouse, 
where you can go in and you know pick what you want basically. A bit like beer dock used to be around here. Used to be. Mm. Um, barbecue beer, definitely. Mm. It's quality stuff. This and it looks the part. It does, yeah. I wonder if it's a bit too common man for the ambassador's reception though, just based on the kind of German everyman appearance of the bottle. Depends what the reception's about. I mean, if it's something to do with Oktoberfest, if he's having a special kind of... Well, it'd be Polana, wouldn't it? Yeah, I suppose it probably would be. So we're, we're going to have to... I would say maybe one. not, but if I were if I were rating this, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. I can go with that, I think, yeah. I'd give it a design. This is a really good beer. Yeah, but the Ambassador, talking about the Ambassador. I'd buy this again. I think I might, if I if I'm happen to have some spare cash to... Uh, just top up some beers. And I think it looks great, doesn't it? I love it. It I tastes great as well. Yeah, it looks the part, tastes great. It's exactly what you want a German beer to be. You know, the German markets like in Manchester, which probably won't be taking place this year. I doubt it. They'd be like doing well to sell this stuff. I mean, rather than like the Heineken and Carlin that they sell. Yeah, up, this know? is this is really like something that's caters that would cater to that audience. Along with your um, your Apple, um, what's the Strudel. Apple strudel. Apple strudel. I'd, I'd love to have a bottle of my apple strudel. Hot how many? How many uh, so another German word I know. One I always liked. Schokoladenkuchen. Chocolate cake. I was going to say chocolate chicken, um, but kuchen. Uh, what else do I remember? Bad at Simmer. Um, Swimming bath. No, bedroom. Ah. Spielzimmer. Playroom. Uh, I can remember little bits of German. Yeah. Somehow I got a seat in German. I don't really know how because I just blagged my way through it. Yeah, a bit like life, really. I remember. Uh, I remember just taking German. I didn't get to do German GCSE. I took German. At, um, I moved uh, when I started at my um, first high school, if you like. I switched schools just before GCSE year. Ooh. And I couldn't, I couldn't move German with me. They didn't do it at the other school because it was shit a school I went to. Um, in the end, so I took Spanish instead. I start Spanish right. like a year behind everyone else. Um, but I, I enjoyed doing German. I remember uh, we did <laughs> sang a is it uh, Oh Tannenbaum, Oh Tannenbaum, which is a Christmas tree. Uh, <laughs> du bist klein und schlanker and stuff like that. So I, I, loved, I loved it. I'm a big fan of the. German language. I remember we used to have, um, there was a little, like a box like uh, with a cassette tape player on the top. Like, it, was like, yeah. it looked like a bit of an amplifier as I'd sort of look at it now. Yeah. I remember like, like the kids of today won't remember this, obviously, but um, to do like, play like songs and stuff Well, our like target demographic apparently is, is 35 to 44 year old well, so females. Hello, all of you. you hello, ladies. About, yes. Um, I remember the teacher like rewinding it, you know, to go back over and over it again. Yeah. And then they'd pick out little tapes, you know, cassette tapes. Like, oh, they were the days, you know. Even back then, like that was outdated, really. But it was, yeah. It's funny actually, yeah, because when you think back to school, a lot of the stuff at school was really old. It was, yeah. Like the overhead projectors were, were fucking old then. Yeah. <laughs> they all looked <laughs> they were old. like the tungsten bulbs, like yeah, projected it onto the uh, the blackboard. Yeah, Not a whiteboard. It was a blackboard. <laughs> yeah, no interactive whiteboards. No, 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 that fancy stuff. Um, okay, so Augustina Pills, your feelings straight away when you look at it. This has got the look of an ambassador's beer. Augustina, we have a we have a, um, a, a listener, um, someone who I um, used to go to school with, uh, and uh, he he. This is his. 
um, favourite beer. Really? Augustin, well, the Pils. Aug- no, Augustiner is his favourite German brewery. I think he prefers the. Um, I think I think the one he sort of the Edelstoff compared to the Pils, but but this was the one that the 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 brewery said this is the, my yeah, wow. his absolute favourite. Wow, and it's a strong one as well. Five point six percent is a strong beer. That. Yeah, three hundred and thirty ml bottle. This one was an expensive one, though I believe. Hello, if you're listening, Luke. By the way, <laughs> is Luke the guy that um, has had his horizons broadened by our podcast? Or not someone else? No, we've had a uh, no. He's he, no. He's 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 more. He's already, he was already quite a cultured drinker. Um, <laughs> no, we have a couple of others who said that they that they have they've kind of branched out. It's funny. We, we've come to. Um, uh, we've not really celebrated it really, but we've done over a year of this podcast now. Yeah, so happy birthday, FT. Happy birthday, LOB Pod. Happy birthday to us. We clink to that. Mm. There we go. Yeah, it's. it's, I mean, I know we've we've. um, It's been a bit sporadic at points, especially the last sort of few months. It's been a bit sporadic, obviously, with um, with things that have been going on. Recording online, recording and over Zoom, and trying all the beers, and and just finding the spare time really between all the other sort of chaos. what are your thoughts on a year in so far? Have you enjoyed it? I feel like it's become part of my life. Yeah. Um, I feel like, like like my life was sort of missing something before. And yeah. now like, it's such a big part of it. Like I'm constantly looking for beers. I've got to a bit, little bit to the stage where I don't think I can get any more now. But then the last few weeks has sort of proved there are a few leads out there still to be had. Um, there are beers still to get. We've got a lot of beers still to get. Um, but it's going to be difficult from here on in. It's going to get harder, but I think I think obviously the the bucket list thing, um, you know, we we still want to continue with that. We still want that to be kind of the the bones of the show. Is that the idea? Is it is about this quest to do these one hundred beers? Um, but I think obviously over time, um, you know, those beers are going to be hard to come by, and we probably will let, will look at more. Doing more, just trying different things. I think maybe experimenting with different things, different ideas, different types of beer. Maybe um, that might be a bit more extra, more extracurricular stuff than more of the kind of primary stuff that. Maybe we can branch into other countries that um, weirdly are easier to get hold of. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, we've it's... had other beers. We like that. Was it Ichnusa? That one I got you. For that was an Italian beer. I'd love to try that. Yeah, we'll go on some of that. I think we need to try that one again. Yeah, I think we'll just. Um, I think whatever happens. Um, yeah, we, we never, we never. There's no way we're, get, we're ever getting famous off the off the back of this. Um, well, you never know. No, um, <laughs> it's too too niche and uh, and pod, the podcast market is so oversaturated. It's it's very difficult to make your voice heard. And I think that unless you have like tons and tons of um, Apple reviews. Uh, by the way, if you listen, you like what you're listening to. Uh, please leave us a five star review on Apple. Thanks. They make a difference, though. They do because they they get you seen, and and we have a we have a what I what I quite like is that we don't have millions of listeners. We have a a, a core group of listeners from different parts of the world, which is great. And and what's happened now, especially over the last few months, which has been brilliant, is other people that have kind of started to. Go on the journey as well. That some people have got the list. And, I and think we're starting to get a bit of a community, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, and people that that we've that um, that we've been able to help out with beers, and they've been a fantastic, a fantastic help to us, giving us beers that that we might have really struggled to get. And that's been one of my favourite things so far. Has been 
being able to get hold of beers or being able to share beers with other people and that whole thing now that like say that sense of community or that thing is the stories behind some of the stories behind how we get the beers like the Labatt's was so difficult to get it was yeah, the yeah. air the BA air stewardess that was brilliant absolutely that, brilliant that, that was on a flight a long haul flight from New York and found and saw it thought of us and got the beer you know brilliant <laughs> stuff like that Snow I love from that China Snow from China was, was brilliant that was another great get the the Gambia you know we got that beer and that might be the case that the, was that the, Jewel Brew yeah Jewel Brew um, and it might be the case that 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 that, that beer just disappears. That that brewery shuts yeah, down. Yeah, shut beer, down, hasn't it? So that, that beer is no more. And it was a fantastic. It beer was, well. and it's sad that it's gone. But so good that we we were able to just squeeze in there, <laughs> thanks to um, thanks to people that that help us out. I need to get hold of him again because I'm sure he mentioned being able to get hold of Castel, like the Union one. I need to get hold of him. Bit of admin, but yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like. That's the the best positive that we have from this. Like, there's a I, few people now yeah. we're starting to get sort of helping each other. I'm out. I'm at a point where I'm I'm actually quite comfortable having being kind of a niche podcast, not being a big deal, being a niche podcast that we have people that like listening to us and other people. I'm sure will 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 come on board over time. We do get you know we've been we've been picking up some numbers um, recently. Um, and my I don't know about your wife, but my wife stopped listening to us now, so. She never listened to us in the first Did place. She not? My wife, no, no, doesn't I? No interest to her. Fair enough. This is, this is, now, this is kind of a hobby, and, a, and the, the, any any hobby of mine is automatically an inconvenience to her. <laughs> um, so I have, you know, I, 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 she's not the type of person. I love my wife, don't get me wrong, but uh, but but she's not the type of person. She doesn't have many hobbies. She likes the sewing and stuff, and she, you know, but she doesn't have like I have. I don't so much have hobbies. I have obsessions. <laughs> so I am obsessed with football. You know, I'm a huge Liverpool fan. I'm um, massive into um, like NFL, beers. This you know podcast. You know all these emerging sort of hobbies and things I'm interested in and stuff that I pick up and things that I like that that I occupy my time with that that don't involve her. <laughs> Whereas bless her, she you know she doesn't really have much of her own hobbies. She likes to involve. Yeah, you know, she likes me to be involved. You know, like, so when things don't involve her, it's a bit harder for her to take because um, I think uh, you know she'd like me to be part of everything that she does. It's easy to forget as well. Like you've moved a long way from your where you grew up as well. You know, you've had to sort of build a new life around here, haven't you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. To you know, build new connections and well, I'm only new things six. like. But yeah, you're only. I'm only a couple of hours at the M6 from where I was. But yeah, it's definitely well, it's, like you, you know you've moved away from everything that you knew at that point. Haven't yes. You? Yeah. Um, so it is good to have different you know things to sort of move on in your life with. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Um, what? Uh, so this August and the pills. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this in comparison to? The Rock House because there's similar I types of beer. This. I think it, it looks and tastes like more quality. It's um, definitely a, a, a posh label. It's sort of a silver, um, silver and green yeah, label with the Augustina logo. Yeah. Um, Very swishy pills and yeah, almost a borderline regal. I would say. Yeah, and word. It's, it's a genuine Oktoberfest beer as well because it's um, Augustina. Yeah, so this is a Oktoberfest approved brewery, which yes. which. Technically, classes this, I guess, 
Well, they do brew their own special Oktoberfest beer every year. Oh, right. So that's how that comes about then. Yeah. So, so all the main breweries. Are... So right. um, so Augustina, Hackershaw. I don't know how that's pronounced. Shaw. I think it was an old Hackershaw. Sure. No, it's pronounced. Paulana and all that. Yeah. All the rest. They brew Oktoberfest beers every year, and I think oh. each year it's a different beer. Right. Okay. It's a different. So, so it's basically, 2018 version, 2019 version, and so on and so forth. Right. A bit like when Camden did that 2019 one. Yeah. Yeah. So which it's was so vile when we did it on the each, podcast. Each beer, I think, commemorates the year. Right. So I mean, in an ideal world, um, those are the beers I would have got hold of for for this series of Oktoberfest. But possibly Specials. next year, this time next year, we could be heading over to Munchen. Fingers and, crossed, you know. we will be, by hook or by crook, whether it's in Germany or one over here, we will do a proper Oktoberfest and we will record at Oktoberfest and do some Oktoberfest Mark II episode. Yes. Coming to you in 12 months. Yes. That basically isn't just me and you sat in a rainy pub shed. With dog uh, barking in the background. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Talking about Donald Trump. Homemade um, breakfast. It's very nice, it was as well. Yeah, it was decent. I enjoyed it. Oh, no, I've still got half of it left to go. Very exciting. So, yeah. I mean, I, 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 um, I think I've said before that my, I think on the, I'm listening back to the German episode that we did, that, that pretty much, albeit Stiegel's Austrian. Technical account, but Germany, that region, that that all my favourite, no, pretty much, there's very few beers that I wouldn't drink from that region. Everything I've tried, everything I try, that's German for the most part. Um, Felsloschen was quite a, a disaster, wasn't it? But that was Swiss. Yeah, same sort of region, though, isn't it? Ish. Um, most of them um, I really like. There was, there's only been a couple of German beers maybe that I wasn't so keen on. There was a Paderborner, um, which is like a local one to Paderborn. Um, I wasn't too keen on that. And I think there was one called Halleroda, I think it was. That wasn't brilliant either. But but other than that, you know, um, that's why I could happily live out there because I could just drink myself stupid. They have the, the right sort of beers for us. Don't and they? it's well priced. And do you know what? I'd even probably try now. Um, in fact, I'd like to go back to that bar in Manchester and try another Weinstefana. Yes, but bear in mind, though, the style of that beer, that's a wheat beer. It is a wheat beer. but Vice beer. So, I'll tell you what I would do. Go to the supermarket itself in Erdinger, a standard Erdinger, because that's a vice beer. Drink that, and then see how you feel about that, and then reevaluate Weinstefana. Because Weinstefana is cloudier, is, is a much more dense, is it, than um, than uh, Erdinger is. Did you enjoy your Liverpool Erdinger, by the way? Loved it. Mm. Absolutely loved it. It was um, drinking Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, there was a. Um, I mean, we talked about that. Might talked about this on a previous episode, but um, Liverpool won the league this year. Which, um, did they? They did. Right. They did after thirty years. Um, finally, my first experience in my first league title as, as a Liverpool fan. I've experienced a few league titles, so championship. It's still a league title. Old first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> true. No, I'm not, 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 not knocking anything. Probably um, not going to be experiencing one this year. Just no, saying. Yeah. But, but anyway, to, yeah. But yeah, to, to commemorate that, there was a, the special uh, Erdinger who, who have a, like a sponsorship thing with Jurgen Klopp. 
um, produces a limited edition can that I was able to get hold of from the They sponsor him or something. Is that how that's come about? Yeah, he had a he had like a sponsorship thing with them, so that's why this all the ads right. and stuff. They've done a big ad campaign with him in, and so that's why they created the um, these limited edition Erdinger cans. And it's been really hard to get hold of oh. unless you pay for like forty eight cans worth. Well, £48 for 24 cans. Which, you know, two quid a can. That's not horrendous, but it's having to buy so many of them. Um, but then, fortunately, Beers of Europe. Beers of Europe came yeah. through for me, yeah. So but I, it was I, only online for about 24 hours, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, they were gone. Out. Yeah, they were gone. So, so that's where, obviously, the same same order where I got the, the Rot House. I think I texted you saying, like, if you want it, get, you on, it get, quick. Finger out, yeah, like, get on it quick. Yeah, get on it. Yeah, I did. Um, and that tasted glorious. Tasted like victory. Did it, yeah, yeah. Taste of champions. A bit like tenants when we were almost promoted last year. Yeah. But slightly different. Yeah. I, you know, I like tenants. I should go back to tenants at some point. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, August dinner. Um, just for shits and giggles, barbecue beer? Absolutely, right? Yeah, definitely. If anything, it's probably too good for a barbecue. I think it's fantastic. I really do like this. It's a lovely beer. Um, do I prefer it to Rot House? Uh, I don't know. I do personally, but I don't. I wouldn't say it's a nine out of ten beer. It's not that good. It's not. I would give this a seven and a half, maybe an eight. Maybe match it with Rot House. It's it's similar. They're, they're both they're both really nice beers. They're just really nice. Yeah, if you're after some German Oktoberfest beers, yeah. The thing is, they're so these, these beers are, are so beer. reliable because obviously they're made to this this purity law. Is you know you, you kind of know what you're getting. Every, anytime you approach a German pilsner, generally you know what you're going to get. You're never really disappointed. Um, all their beers are just really consistent, and that's something that you know you just don't get really in many other countries. What was the beer that was also was it the Mongolian one? Was it Chingis? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was made to the German purity law. And what was the other one? There was another one as well. Was it Namibia? Well, it wasn't a very good beer for some reason. Is it Windhoek from Namibia? Windhoek was horrible. It wasn't that great, was it? No. And uh, that was that was the that was similar. That was made. I wonder how they got that wrong, because that was made. I'm sure they made that to the German beer. Yeah, that was a German. But it don't taste anywhere near as good as no. as the. You know. There are some very good German beers out there. We are learning that most definitely with this. Yeah, I think that's kind of any any sort of. You know, we're, we're, again, we're not beer experts. We've been doing this for a year. And we're, we're well, never, I think we're getting there. No, we're not experts. Nowhere near. <laughs> we barely know what we're talking about. That's not why. That's not why the listeners here. They're not here to learn about beer. No, they're not, they're not going to get any of that. Talk shit. They're not going to get any of that from us. No, they're not. You're right. I kind of wish for their sake that they that they that they would get more of that from <laughs> us, and that we would kind of go on. We would grow as people and change over time and become these seasoned beer experts but but unfortunately we're just um, it's not going to happen no we're not we're just we're just too stupid <laughs> <laughs> on that note on that note I think that's going to call it yeah. for this episode um, thanks again for listening uh, Mark Socials at FTLOB FOD FTLOB pod Facebook, Twitter and Instagram put your teeth back in Mark thanks again for listening as I said before it turns out five star reviews on Apple are pretty much the way forward podcast so any of those that you could leave for us would be absolutely lovely and and we will be back soon no idea what order we're going to try and record a few over the next sort of couple of weeks and they'll come out in whatever Whatever down order I please. <laughs> so um, yeah, well uh, you'll you'll hear from us soon. Bye bye. All I wanna do is drink beer for breakfast.